Yo, what's up, everybody? Episode 147 of the Holland Infinity Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and their culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob, and we got a fantastic show on the free today, folks. On today's episode, we're going to ask what the hell DC got going on. They made some news over the past week for some not so good things. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to give you my Marvel MCU Phase 5 hype ranking. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yes, yes, that time weekend, everybody. Episode 147 of the Howl Infinity Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob. First time listening to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. And if you're a returning listener, we're glad to have you back for another fantastic episode. Like always, follow the podcast on all the social media sites. Like us on Facebook at High on Infinity Podcast. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at High Infinity Pod. Or follow me, the host, on my social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram at SoYamAsian. And if you did not get all that, hit the link tree link up in the bio of the podcast. As our podcast social media sites and our podcast streaming platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. And last but not least, if you like what you hear, please leave your boy a five-star review on your preferred streaming platforms. That would be greatly Greatly, greatly appreciated. So I hope everybody's doing good. I'm doing pretty well myself. Sorry for not putting out an episode last week. I did have one lined up, had it all typed down and everything. All I had to do was record it. And the episode was going to be pretty short, probably about 10 minutes or so, give or take. And then Tuesday rolled around and I was like, "Uh, I'm really not feeling this week's episode. So I chose not to have an episode last week. Thought about just recycling the information I was going to say last week and put it on this week's episode, but I changed my mind. So I wiped the slate clean and I got a fresh new episode wound up for y'all this week, the faithful listeners. So let's dive into it. First off, I got to ask a simple question. What the hell does DC got going on? So DC had a hell of a week. What opened up the floodgates was the announcement that the Batgirl movie was canceled and movies get canceled all the time. But when they do get canceled, normally it's like towards the beginning of the process, like, you know, creative differences and nothing ever gets filmed. And I knew there was a Batgirl movie coming out. But when the news came out that this movie was basically done, when they decided to cancel it, everybody was like, what the hell? So I did some research and the movie was supposed to come out on HBO Max because I read that DC and Warner Brother, you know, who DC's under, they want to build up. DC's presence on the HBO Max uh, streaming app with a string of like movies just for that streaming service alone. And Batgirl was the first one because nowadays a lot of streaming services have like, you know, exclusive movies just for that service like Netflix, Paramount Plus, Amazon Prime, you can name them, Hulu. Uh, Side note, I did watch that Prey movie on Hulu that came out over the weekend. I liked it, thought it was really cool. Anyways, on paper, the Batgirl movie had potential. You had Batgirl being the star. You had Batman. I think it was um Michael Keaton's Batman playing an older Batman in this movie. And he had Firefly as the villain. You know, something different. We, we haven't seen Firefly in a movie yet. I think the closest we got to seeing Firefly was um 
I think in the Gotham TV show. So why the cancellation? So I read that HBO Max is merging with Discovery Plus, which I didn't know had their own streaming service. And they started to make a lot of changes. Batgirl being one of the first ones. And I read that they felt like Batgirl wasn't a big enough movie to put it on the theaters. But it wasn't a small enough project to put it on HBO Max exclusively. It sucks, you know, all the people worked hard on the movie and no one gets to see it. You know, in my opinion, hell, it's basically done. Just put it out. You never know how good it's going to be or how much money it's going to make unless you put it out. So I guess DC decided to cut their quote-unquote losses before it even happened. Now, with under new supervision, DC and Warner Brothers made another big announcement over the past week. They announced a 10-year plan. So what is in this 10-year plan? Well, they're going to try to fix the DC universe. And the DC movies, just to be nice, it's been up and down. They put out some great movies such as Wonder Woman, The Suicide Squad, and Shazam. And they put out some stinkers, in my opinion. Uh, the first Suicide Squad movie and Batman vs. Superman. From what I'm reading, this will be a reset. Don't know if it's a hard reset or a soft reset. Probably the latter. So I'm wondering, what are they keeping? What are they getting rid of? So DC currently has six movies on the slate for the next two years. Uh, 2022, you have Black Adam and Shazam. And I read a report that there's no plans for Black Adam and Shazam to cross over in the future. And I'm like, damn, DC, if this is true, like, why are y'all shooting yourselves in the foot? Like, every time DC takes one step forward, they take two steps back. But I did read this article because um, I think at Comic-Con, they asked the Shazam director, they was like, hey, is a Black Adam going to be in the post credit scene? And he said, well, not to my knowledge. I took this with a grain of salt because, you know, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, Black Adam is in the post credit scene in this movie. You know, they want to keep the surprises. So taking that news or report with a grain of salt, uh, 2023, we got the Aquaman movie coming out and the Flash movie coming out. Two projects with dark clouds over his head. Aquaman, of course, you got, um, what's that lady's name? Amber Heard, I think that's her name. Of course, you know, the whole Johnny Depp and her court case that was all over the news probably two months ago. I didn't keep up with it because it didn't really interest me, but I knew I did jits of the court case and the situation going on. And of course, she was found guilty or whatever. Uh, so now fans want her to be replaced in the Aquaman movie. And she doesn't play like no no minor role. She's basically like the leading lady of the film opposite of Aquaman. So that's the reason why that project has a dark cloud over it. And The Flash, I don't even know where to start with The Flash. Well, we got to start with the top of uh, Ezra Miller, uh, The Flash in, DC, in the DC Universe. He's been getting into some legal trouble, just to say the least, over the past few months. And people are like, why is this movie still coming out with all the stuff that he's being accused of, allegedly? So that project has a dark cloud over its head. But I think they said that the higher-ups and Warner Brothers are still excited about the Flash movie coming out. And I assume it's still going to come out. On paper, it looks really good. And they're going to cover the Flashpoint paradox. You have a whole bunch of Flashes from a different universes. You have, of course the i guess the main flash then you have another flash then you have supergirl and you have michael keaton's and uh ben Affleck's batman being in this movie also i think the reverse flash is going to be in this movie as well and then you have the blue beetle movie not too much people know about a blue beetle 
I know him, you know, just just a little bit. But uh, the reason why I'm interested in this movie is because um, for my people who watch Cobra Kai on Netflix, great show. Cannot wait for season five to come out next month. And I'm more than likely going to talk about it on the podcast if you're interested in that. Uh, the guy who plays the main character, Miguel, he's going to be the Blue Beetle. Really, So really excited to see that whenever it comes out in 2023. Um, I don't know if that movie is going to be uh, DC Universe canon or not. I want to say it is, but at this moment, don't know. And in 2024, they announced a Joker 2 release date. Uh, it's like Joker, there's some subtitle. After that, can't remember the um, can't remember the name of it, but yeah, Joker Two comes out in 2024, so that's all the project DC got on the slate for the next two years at the moment. And going by the article, I got this info off of. It looks like DC's 10-year plan is going to focus on, in their words, the bigger names in DC. If y'all hear some thunderstorms in the background, I'm recording this during a thunderstorm, so please excuse that sound if you hear it. Anyways, yeah. Uh, the big four in DC, they want to focus on Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. And with Batman in their plans, so is Ben Affleck coming back? Because he was announced to be in the Aquaman movie and the Flash movie whenever they come out sometime next year. So after he appears in those movies, is he finally getting his own DC Universe movie that's canon? The one that was supposed to happen when uh, I think it was supposed to take place in Arkham Asylum and Deathstroke was supposed to be the main villain. So it's possible we're going to get two Batmans or Batmen in different universes. You have the DC Universe Batman, Ben Affleck, then the Batman with Robert Pattinson. And also with Superman is Henry Cavill, Cavill, don't know how to pronounce his last name. Is he still Superman? I need some clearance on that. Because I read stuff like DC was like, hey, um, we're going to move in a different direction with Superman. And Henry's like, I still want to be Superman. Messy situation. Also, at the moment, I haven't heard anything about Wonder Woman 3. If that's still happening or if that may happen because no announcements yet after that movie. And Aquaman 2, of course, comes out next year. And I assume with this 10-year plan, they're going to have a Green Lantern movie sometime down the line. Also, a Justice League 2 movie sometime down the line. But in the perfect world, what I would like to see in the DC movie universe, I want to see Batman Beyond, good old Terry McGinnis. Loved that show growing up. I would love to see him in the DC universe. Granted, it may have to take place in the future since we're going to get an older Bruce Wayne. And Batman Beyond is kind of like, he's kind of like the Miles Morales of the DC universe, in my opinion. Both has a big cult following. And for years, people want to see them on the big screen live action. But anyways, that is what DC that is what DC's been up to for the past week. Sucks to see the Batgirl movie get canceled. Maybe they can bring it back in the future with this 10-year plan. And I wish DC the best of luck in their future plans. Hopefully they can fix things. <laughs> Okay, so we're a couple weeks removed from Marvel's panel of Comic-Con, a very good one at that. They announced a lineup for Phase 5 and some of the movies or projects for Phase 6 
as well. So we're all excited. And last episode, I gave my top five projects. I'm excited for for phase five and phase six. I must admit at the time when I did that, it was a spur of the moment decision. It wasn't planned. Now that I had some time to sit back and think about things. I'm here to give you my MCU phase five hype rankings. Another Marvel podcast that I listened to, they gave their so I was like, hey, I might as well do that for myself on my podcast. And this list is just for the phase five projects. So no Fantastic Four or Avenger movies. Those are phase six and no Black Panther two. That's phase four. So here are my MCU phase five hype rankings from least hyped about to most hyped about in this phase. And just because something is low on my list doesn't mean I think it's going to be trash. There's just other stuff that I'm looking forward to more. Also, I will give the release dates of each project as well. Kicking off the list, number 12, Agatha Coven of Chaos, coming out winter 2023-2024, so December or January in that time range. To be honest, when they announced this show, I was like, dang, is everybody getting the show now? <laughs> Nothing against Agatha. She was cool as a villain in WandaVision, but do we really need... Or do I really need six to eight episodes about her and her shenanigans? I know some folks are very excited because Wanda may make an appearance in this show, setting up a possible solo movie in phase six. But yeah, I'm not too jazzed about watching the Agatha show. It might be good, but we won't know until it comes out. And at the moment, it's at the bottom of my list. Coming in number 11, Secret Invasion coming out spring 2023. For some reason, I'm not that excited about this show like I thought I would be when it was announced. Like, we're going to see who's been secretly scrolls this entire time. But probably, I'm not excited about this show because we don't know too much about this show. All we know is that Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury, and they have that one lady from Game of Thrones. I think, um, I didn't watch the show, so I don't know her name. Uh, The Queen of the Dragons, I think that was her uh, name in the show. Moving on, number 10, we got Echo coming out spring 2023. Last time we saw Echo was in Hawkeye, and her show has been announced long before the Hawkeye show even came out. And she was good in Hawkeye, in my opinion. I am interested to see how she'll do when she's the star of the show. And it was announced that both Daredevil and Kingpin will be in this show as well. That will bring a lot more eyes to the show. And hopefully, with those two people in the show, it doesn't overshadow Echo on her own show. Moving on to number nine, we have Ironheart coming out fall 2023. To be honest, I don't know too much about Ironheart, a.k.a. Riri Williams. Just like the basics of it. Maybe if I did this rankings list after Black Panther 2, where she's set to appear in, this show may be higher on my list. But going into the show, I'm curious how would they make that connection between her and Tony Stark? Because in the comics... Uh, she's like a super genius and um, she goes to MIT and she like makes her own suit. Uh, she stops crimes and then Tony Stark gets wind of it and decides to, you know, you know, take her under his wing. Basically, in the show or in the MCU, Tony Stark was speaking at MIT and they're thinking that uh, Riri was in the crowd and that's how she got inspired. So that's a good way to connect things. So I assume we're going to see a Robert Downey Jr. cameo in this show in a flashback scene. But I wonder how this show would be without, you know, an Iron Man or whatever. But I still think the show is going to be good. Next up, we have Captain America New World Order coming out May 2024. Y'all know how much I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's higher on my list. 
compared to a lot of other people's lists when it comes to the Disney Plus shows. So it may come to a shock that this show or this movie, I'm sorry, is low on this list. Yes, I'm super excited to see Sam as Captain America. I think this movie will do good. I'm very curious to see what will happen in this movie. I'm excited to see what storylines they're going to take from the comics to put in this movie. Also, I'm curious to see what is be a solo Captain America movie or just like a pseudo Captain America in the Winter Soldier movie. I'll say it's the former. To make Sam a big player in the Avengers, you know, moving on from here on out, we need to see him go at it alone. Like, I would love to see Bucky in this movie. And in this movie, Sam is like, in the beginning, you know, sometime, but hey, man, I don't need your help, Bucky. I need to do this by myself. Then Bucky is like, okay, cool. I'll just join the Thunderbolts. Uh, next up, I kind of flip-flop between seven and six on my list. Number seven, I have the Marvels coming out July 2023. I'm really excited about the Marvels after the Miss Marvel post credit scene and after seeing Photon and WandaVision as well. So I'm curious to see what will happen in this movie and what this movie will be about. And will they address the possible connection Kamala's bangles and the Ten Rings that are in Shang-Chi and possibly, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get a Shang-Chi appearance. Number six on the list, we got Loki season two coming out summer 2023. A lot to look forward to in this season, like how messed up is the timeline now that Sylvie <laughs> killed the Kang variant, he who remains. And speaking of Kang, we are probably going to see him in this show. Hopefully we get a face to face interaction with him and Loki. Very exciting stuff. Now moving on to the top five. Top five kicking it off with Daredevil Born Again coming out spring 2024. We got 18 episodes of Daredevil. A lot you can do in 18 episodes. I think they're going to CW this. Not in a bad way like when the CW shows were good. Like an Arrow and the Flash. Like they have a main villain throughout the season. Then you have little like one or two episode arcs where they fight you know another villain. I can see them doing that with the episode count of this Daredevil show. Get some more shots of other villains other than Kingpin. Hopefully, one of the villains in this show is Bullseye, since I assume Marvel has the rights to his name so they can use his actual name in this show, unlike the Netflix show. But I did like that storyline where Bullseye in season three of Daredevil on Netflix, where he dressed up as Daredevil and he was killing people. And everybody's like, oh my God, Daredevil's killing people. How could he? He's supposed to protect Hell's Kitchen and all that other stuff. Number four on the list. We got Blade coming out November 2023. Very excited about this movie. Biggest question going into Blade. Will this movie be rated R? It's possible now that Disney Plus has added the two Deadpool movies and Logan. Like after seeing Multiverse of Madness. This can be doable with a PG-13 rating. But if Marvel wants that full Blade experience. Or we want that full Blade experience. This movie needs to be rated R. Now, to the top three. Kicking it off, number three, we have the Thunderbolts coming out July 2024, the last movie of Phase 5. So this is basically our Avengers movie in this phase, the Dark Avengers. Like I said last episode, the Thunderbolts is Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. That's like the easiest comparisons, that's like the easiest comparisons to make. A team full of villains and anti-heroes. Do not know who's going to be in this lineup yet. It hasn't been announced. I think it'll be Yelena from Black Widow, Zemo from Civil War, Abomination from The Incredible Hulk, U.S. Agent from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp, Bucky from a lot of things, and maybe one or two new people, possibly Deadpool or The Punisher. So very excited to see this crossover movie. 
Coming in number two on the list, we got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, the first movie of Phase 5 coming out February 2023, arguably the most important movie of Phase 5. This will be the first time we see Kang in person. They showed a trailer at Comic-Con, only the people in attendance saw this, so they didn't, they didn't put it out. But with the power of Twitter, I was able to catch like 10 seconds of it. And it confirmed what people were saying about it. This clip I saw was an actual conversation between Kang and Ant-Man. Ant-Man was like, hey, don't mess with our universe. I'm an Avenger, yada, yada, yada. And Kang responds, own Avenger? Have I killed you before? And I was like, damn, that's a cold ass line. Along with Kang, uh, the villain Modok will be in here as well uh, from what I've been reading. And what the reports say, Modoc, they did have a show on Hulu. It wasn't MCU canon. It was more like an animated show. And Modoc is an acronym. Um, it stands for uh, something, begins with an M, can't remember. Organism, Design on Killing. And on the hero side of things of Ant-Man and the Wasp, we see Cassie Lang, Scott's daughter, as stature. She could turn into a giant. Hopefully, we see a trailer for this movie later this year. I wouldn't say probably... Maybe late October, early November, right before the Black Panther movie. And we're here at number one. Last but not least, the movie I'm excited to see the most in Phase 5 by process of elimination, if you've been keeping up, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming out May 2023. It's been a long time coming for this movie. We were supposed to get this movie, thinking 2021. If all things went according to plan and a few reasons why this movie was pushed back first off COVID, but um, the director, James Gunn, he got fired from Disney actually for some tweets he put out years prior. I was just curious. I was like, damn, what do you say? And I looked it up. Wasn't it wasn't homophobic, wasn't racial, none of that stuff. It was just, um, I guess, a very dark humor joke. That's probably the best way to explain it. And Disney was like, hey, we don't roll like this, man. You got to go. Then after he got fired, the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, I think they said Batista <laughs> led the charge. They were like, hey, if he's not directing, we ain't doing a damn movie. So Disney hired him back. And then James Gunn was like, okay, I'll come back to do Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But after y'all firing me, I signed on to do the Suicide Squad movie. So I'm going to do that movie first and then come back to this movie. But that's why it's been pushed back. But we're almost here. And not too much is known about this movie. All we know is that Adam Warlock will be in the movie and we'll see Rocket Raccoon's origins in this movie as well. But I'm expecting this movie to have it all. Action, comedy, and emotion. Because all reports say that this will be the last time we'll see this version of the Guardians of the Galaxy lineup. We might get a couple people killed off in this movie. I think Drax and Rocket are the two most popular picks. And with all that leading up in this movie, this is why Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is the MCU Phase 5 movie I am hyped about the most. So recapping the list, we got number 12, try to do this from memory. Number 12, Agatha, Covenant of Chaos. Number 11, Secret Invasion. Number 10, Echo, 9, Ironheart. 8, Captain America, New World Order. 7, The Marvels. 6, Loki, Season 2. 5, Daredevil, Born Again. 4, Blade. 3, Thunderbolts. Two, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and number one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Of course, I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be the best movie of Phase 5. But if I had to pick a sleeper hit in this group, 
I probably think it's going to be between Echo and Ironheart. Not too much is known about these characters before their show. But I think those two shows will be better than what people expected to be. But there it is. My MCU Phase 5 hype rankings. Like I said, this is just a personal list. This is what I'm excited for. I'm sorry, something if you're excited for is low on this list. Like I said, this personal opinion. And I'll probably do a list again for Phase 6. I have been reading that next month Disney's going to hold their annual event. You know, where they announce all the stuff coming out in the future. And of course, Marvel is under Disney. And at this event, it is rumored that Marvel will announce the cast of the Fantastic Four and maybe the Thunderbolts lineup along with the rest of Phase 6. So fingers crossed for Shang-Chi 2, Hawkeye Season 2, Moon Knight Season 2, maybe Young Avengers and Deadpool 3, and a possible X-Men project. So who knows, the sky's the limit with Phase 5 and Phase 6 in the MCU. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. I greatly appreciate you for taking time out of your very busy day to give this podcast a listen. Thank you for all the likes, retweets, shares, subscribes, and any other way you support the podcast. It truly means a lot to me. Like I say, I will not be here without you, the listener, and I thank you for that. So take care, be safe, and I will see y'all next time.